0: ADP knows anything you hear, anything you don't hear, anything you kind of heard, anything you weren't supposed to hear and now have to pretend like you didn't, can change the world of work. From HR to payroll, ADP designs forward-thinking solutions to take on the next anything.
1: Today in Watching Your Wealth, we'll look at some of the financial challenges facing pro athletes. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Advice for making, keeping, and protecting your money. Now, from our studios in New York... Here's Veronica Dagger. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth. while you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Charles Robinson is a wealth advisor at Cornerstone Financial Partners, and he's here to tell us about the financial challenges facing pro athletes. Welcome, Charles.
0: Thank you, Veronica. I appreciate you having me.
1: My pleasure. So, Charles, some people aren't going to shed any tears for pro athletes. They're going to say, you know, they make so much money. But you work with some of them, and they've got some special issues, you said. And you said one of those issues is that their asset accumulation time is opposite of what it is for most people. Tell us about that.
0: Absolutely. And I think the first thing that to kind of, you know, piggyback on what you said, there's a wide spectrum between the LeBrons of the world making 30 million and some of these rookies coming in making, you know, 300, Mm, 400,000. But overall, the the big thing is that, yes, they they are earning quite a bit of money uh, and most of their money that they're going to earn is going to come in the next three to five years as opposed to you and I who may work for 30 plus years to accumulate the assets we need to be financially independent.
1: So, how do you create a budget for someone who's going to earn so much now and probably be spending a lot now and may not have income later?
0: I think the big thing is really helping them to establish a lifestyle and figuring out what's sustainable. So, one of the great things that we have with a lot of our athletes is when they enter their contract, they know what their guaranteed amount is, they know exactly what they'll receive. Mm-hmm. And based on that, we can do some projections through planning and say, hey, If we accumulate X amount of dollars and assume this type of return, this is what a comfortable lifestyle would look like, and this is what you would need to live now in order to sustain this for the foreseeable future.
1: They listen, Charles? You know, honestly,
0: (laughs) you have those that are really, you know, intact and intrigued and and see this as an opportunity as living, you know, winning the lottery, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, they do dig in and really want to, but more times than not, unfortunately, they're young, they want to do their thing, and they end up blowing, you know, significant dollars and blowing the budget out of the water early. And uh, don't get the opportunity to recover later. So it's it's a sad number. The That's odds soon. are against us right now, but hopefully we can uh, change that for some some of our guys in the future.
1: Yeah, give it a try. Now I want to know what what are they spending money on? Is it people, the sort of the entourage, or
0: it's really you know honestly, it's the pressures from being in the locker room and and trying to keep up with the Joneses. So it's wanting to go out and buy the, the car that they always wanted or hearing some guy you know, purchasing a home for their parents and spending it really on the frivolous lifestyle things. And it's really what they see some of the guys that are more solidified in their careers doing and trying to keep up with them early on when they really haven't quite set the foundation that they need in order to do that.
1: Right. You can't compare yourself to someone who's been at it for a while making that much more money. It's not the same situation that you're potentially in you said similar to us the athletes may forget some of the risks to their income like for example if they get injured they could be out for the rest of their life
0: Correct. Correct. And, and it's one of those things, you know, again, we're dealing with a demographic where most of these guys are in their early 20s and they still have that feeling of being invincible. Nothing's going to happen to me. But a real part of athletics is injury. And mm-hmm. sometimes it is career ending. And so that water faucet or that income faucet that you thought would never stop comes to an end very quickly and much quicker than you anticipated. So, You know, it's really helping them to understand that, listen, nothing is guaranteed. You need to position yourself and make sure that you have, uh, you know, what you can put away early on to sustain and transition if if there was something where you had to pursue a different career down the line.
1: Indeed, yep. Save for that rainy day. Now, a lot of us are going to be watching the NCAA tournaments. Some of those guys are going to go on to the pros one day. What advice would you have them if they're going to be in that situation and going to be facing uh, sudden wealth?
0: I think the biggest thing is get a good team. Get people around you that you can trust and will help educate you to understand what you have and your true opportunity that's coming down the pike. I think a lot of guys are caught up in the excitement and don't really take the time to put the things that they need in place in order to make good financial decisions moving forward. And so I think the sooner that they can get people around them that are going to help them not be yes men, just say, hey, yeah, do whatever you want because I want to be part of this Uh, process that you go through and tag along with people that are going to really be objective and give them good, solid advice is really the most important thing.
1: Yeah. Be smart in who you trust too. I would also think you want to set goals for yourself as well.
0: Absolutely. I think the big things, establishing goals, and it's something that they relate to very well. You know, when you're part of a team or even in athletics, one of the things you do is really position yourself to figure out what do I want to achieve how am I going to get there and how am I progressing along the way and I think those things those same skill sets parallel very well into setting up your financial future what's your goal what do you want your 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 financial life to look like moving forward what do you have to do to get there and then make sure which is the biggest part that a lot of people miss that you're tracking it along the way Mm, to make sure that you're hitting those targets so often we find guys saying hey this is my goal, I'm going to put away as much as I can right now, but they're not keeping up with what they're spending, what comes in, and so on and so forth, and they don't know if they're on the right track or not.
1: Excellent points. All very interesting. Charles, would you stick around and take our financial version of the Proust questionnaire?
0: Absolutely.
1: Great. You stay with us, too. I'm John Wardock. Want updates on the biggest stories of the day? Then listen to What's News from The Wall Street Journal. From top business stories.
0: Apple says if they weaken the security of their phones, they make their customers' data more vulnerable.
1: To the economy. I think American consumers are alive and doing well. To election 2016. Today's a big day in presidential politics, obviously. It's the day of the New Hampshire primary. Check back several times a day and enjoy What's News. From the Wall Street Journal. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Watching Your Wealth. Now it's time for financial advisor Charles Robinson to take our financial version of the Proust. Charles, you ready?
0: Absolutely. Let's do it. All right.
1: What's the best financial advice you ever received?
0: Hmm. I think the best financial advice I've ever received is kind of ties into the pay yourself first. But my dad always had us save 20% of every dollar that we got since the time I was five years old, and that's really paid huge dividends uh, as I continue forward in my career.
1: I love that advice. Worst financial advice you ever received?
0: You know, I I kind of was fortunate enough to have a scholarship and went to East Carolina. One of the things that I got involved in and uh, early on was real estate, and I had somebody say that I should invest a substantial amount of uh, my portfolio in real estate and rental properties. Mm-hmm. Um, Fortunately enough, I got in a career where I understood and learned about diversification and didn't go that route, but I'm glad I didn't because I would have lost a significant amount of money through 2007 and 8, and so on and so forth during the financial crisis.
1: Wow, yikes. Fill in the blank. Money can buy...
0: I think money can buy flexibility, mm-hmm. uh, the ability for you to provide for your family and pursue those things that you're passionate about in life, and, and, and that's uh, important, f- and, and, you know, from my vantage point.
1: Indeed, and money can't buy.
0: You know, I don't think money can buy you the things that are really um, in, important. You know, I guess the cliche is happiness, but I think it can put position you to, to have those things, but it can't sustain that for you.
1: So um, true. Now, if you want a million dollars after tax, what would you do with it?
0: Wow. Um, <laughs> I think uh, I would pay off any existing debts that I have. Mm-hmm. And being that I have two young children, I want to set them up for the future, so fully fund their college education. But uh, after all that, I probably would contact my financial planner and uh, make sure I uh, invested the remaining balance wisely for the, for the future.
1: Sounds like a good plan. Great fun. Thank you so much for joining us, Charles.
0: No problem, Veronica. Thanks for having
1: me. My pleasure. And this has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of The Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at wsj.com slash Thanks for listening.
0: This episode is brought to you by Charles Schwab. Decisions made in Washington can affect your portfolio every day. But what policy changes should investors be watching? Washington Wise is an original podcast for investors from Charles Schwab that unpacks the stories making news in Washington and how they may affect your finances and portfolio. Listen at schwab.com WashingtonWise.